0: Hey everyone and welcome to episode 195 of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Lauren. Hi guys.
1: Hey. <laughs> hey.
0: Episode 195 Lauren, we're getting close. Oh my
1: goodness, it's crazy. Yeah. Um Yeah. It feels good to be here.
0: If it's going to be interesting because we're actually uh, due to scheduling uh, or or lack of scheduling on our part. We're actually recording on the day we're releasing, <gasps> it's which is shocking. going to be it's controversial, intense, it's very I controversial. I know. So I'm going to keep the intro pretty pretty quick. Yeah,
1: <laughs> pretty quick. <laughs> I think that that's probably why <laughs> we're also doing it the first time with both kids asleep. Yes, it's In their an evening recording,
0: which is the first time we've done that for over six months.
1: It's just crazy. So but yeah.
0: energy levels may differ. Yeah. Who knows?
1: I may say some sleep drunk stuff. It's going to be a party.
0: Good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, today we are going to be talking about the Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, specifically how they're going to expand the expanded universe, or more like how we want them to expand the expanded universe.
1: I say they're going to add elastic bands. To what? Everything. To the, Cloud's waistline. Is that going to be to, the new belts and zipper? Yep. Elastic bands. To Barrett's trousers. Add something to Tifa's. His, he could put them on his biceps. He could have one on his biceps. Yeah. yeah just a lot of... a but lot you're, of. You're
0: spoiling the topic, Lauren. That's it. You've done now. You've... <laughs> a lot
1: of elastic bands.
0: Oh, no. I'm, that means I'm just going to have to talk for half an hour.
1: Done. Uh. Over. <laughs>
0: But yeah, so we're gonna talk about that. And then we've got a little 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 tiny news update afterwards. Nicho which is, which is so, small. So, so small. It's a mini news it's update. So um, which also relates to the Final Fantasy VII remake.
1: <laughs> Go figure. It's the only yeah. thing they got going for them at the moment. Yeah. There is other that stuff going of. on. There is other that stuff going on
0: of. relating to the mobile titles. Yep. Uh and obviously um as a pre-podcast news update, the games have just come out on Switch and Xbox One.
1: Mm. Very so true. So if
0: you pick those up, hopefully you're having fun.
1: Yeah, I've been talking to some Patreon uh, people and they've been saying that they've been picking up like Final Fantasy IX and stuff again, which is always fun. I need to pick up IX again. again? I really do. Yeah, like just to play through it again. But we don't I have
0: a Switch or an Xbox One.
1: Well, I could play it on Steam and just you... act as if I'm playing it on the Switch.
0: Just act as if you bought it again on the same platform you already have it. <laughs>
1: I don't have it on Steam, I don't think. I thought you did. No, I don't think I do. Oh, maybe I do. I don't know. I, I don't know my Steam library. My Steam library is just an abyss, as as is our pile of shame.
0: Your Steam library is just Final Fantasy games and The Sims.
1: Yeah. No no Sims, because Sims is on Origin. Oh,
0: true, yes.
1: Sims is on Evil Origin, and it doesn't let me even install the game anymore. That's how much it hates me. I just ugh, I, bah, hate Origin so much. They don't let me play my games. At least Steam lets me play my games.
0: It does. It's kind like that.
1: It's more so Cities, Skylines and Super Meat Boy.
0: True. Yes. Uh, But anyway. um, (laughs) Off topic. If you are listening for the first time, this is Final Fantasy Union. And it's part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union. It's presented by the Gaming Union Network. And we have a new show every Tuesday working in rotation with Kingdom Hearts Union. And we come out on the iTunes store and FinalFantasyUnion.com. And now it's time to do our Patreon shoutouts, and we're going to do shoutouts for everyone who has pledged $2.50 or more per episode, starting with Nahi Klabawi,
1: Chris Morales,
0: Zach Duranto at Z Duranto 58
1: Michael Graham,
0: Barry Norton at Nortron Zero,
1: Thurin Bullen at Massacre23, Tori Patrick, Fayez Bilal,
0: Alex Ray Schneider at Alex Ray Schneider,
1: Lewis James,
0: Rachel Casterton at obi Ray.
1: rae Mohamed
0: Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels,
1: Darren Matthews at Doomster73.
0: Joseph Robertson at Pokemon Trainer J.
1: Alex and Rachel Trotman at Cure Name Gin.
0: Keith Field at the Mighty Keith.
1: Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson. Miles Ribbons. Rob Porter at Squirty Birdie One. David Calro. Tobias Cappy at the Tobias Cappy. The Janik Naud at Janiknowd.
0: Chris Pope at Dr. Pop181.
1: And Freya Stella.
0: Who is a new Patreon supporter. Welcome. Thank you, Freya
1: Stella. I like your name.
0: So expanding the expanded universe uh i guess the the um foundation for this topic was goes back a, a, a while but there has been something that's brought it back to the front of my mind hmm. um so when they were obviously talking about the um the fact they were doing the remake Kitaze and Nomura had done many interviews and they were asked about kind of well you know you've got this whole expanded universe now with before crisis crisis core dirge cerberus what are you going to do with all of that? Yeah. Um, and Namura obviously said his whole thing about how they're not remaking any of that. They're basically just going to pretend it didn't happen. They're going to pull from it where it makes sense to do so. Um, and they're going to expand the game, the original, like the, the base game in ways that it makes sense to do so. Mm. But they didn't really say much more than that. They kind of hinted that maybe they'll add some new characters but I would imagine that would be more just giving names to characters that we already knew existed. Um, but it, it came back into um, focus because a voice actor called Joe Weber has confirmed uh, subtly that he's the voice actor for Wedge. Um, yeah, she got a bit of trash talk on Twitter, which is really unfortunate uh, because oh, really? someone thought he did a really bad job in the remake trailer. Oh, um, is that very nice? Yeah, it was not pleasant. Um but basically, yeah, it kind of made me think, okay, so it, it, someone was asking him about, like, are you? is Wedge going to get more screen time in the game? Mm. Uh, and he obviously is under NDA, so he just said that uh, characters are going to be expanded. Mm. That's kind of what he said. Uh, and I was just thinking, you know, obviously, based on what they do with the different parts, we're going to have to see it. They, they're going to have a lot of stuff to fill.
1: Yeah.
0: So Wedge where do we want to see it expanded and who do we want to see expanded specifically Mm -hmm. i figured midgar would be a good place to start yeah so i guess running through characters that we would want to see actual more screen time from
1: yeah i mean like you don't really get that much from the avalanche members really like they kind of come and go and it's very much clouds clouds game like it's very much clouds game in the beginning um you sort of get bits about like Tifa and and Barrett, but it's very much about not not about Avalanche really um and you know obviously you have the whole stuff with um with uh Biggs and Wedge and then also Jess as well the fact that she has like a crush on Cloud yeah which they
0: didn't ever really expand upon so I, I, I wonder if they're going to do that this time and then they could even make like a mini rivalry with uh jesse and tifa maybe a little bit
1: yeah maybe a little bit i think because the character models are going to be so much more expressive now they can't like really get away with just kind of having them as placeholders like they really have to give them like uh, yeah just like a, a sort of background um whether that's like through mannerisms or how they move or just re- what their relationship is to everybody, like, um, it's almost like when they make these more realistic-looking characters, there is a expectation that you have to make them like real people, and so they really can't escape it. I like, I even just, yeah, I wonder what like Priscilla is gonna look like, <laughs> like I do, you know, like at this little girl chasing a dolphin.
0: I think it's one of the things that um, I think Hamaguchi had said a while ago that I, m- many people don't necessarily appreciate the level um, of quality they're having to produce because in the original game, they could take so many shortcuts. Yeah, I seem to remember the example being that like Eret's house doesn't actually make um, f- sense from a physics perspective, like it's in the middle of a river or something and they're just trying to think now like how do we actually do that and have it make sense so that people playing for the first time aren't just like what the hell is going on there like that doesn't make any sense because obviously now it's like 3d renders and all this stuff so they have to make it so that the visual style is is much more like in line with what you'd expect to see and the same obviously applies to the story too because in the original game, um, like Big's, West, uh, Bigs Wedge, and Jesse were there during the opening bombing mission, and you uh, saw them through little bits of the first part, and then you saw them at the end. Mm-hmm. I can imagine that now, to try and build up their character, they will be a more prominent part of the uh, infiltration of the, the, the macro-reactor. hmm because it just makes sense for them to do that like it, the, you don't need to have it so that it's Cloud and, and um, Barrett anymore because I guess the reason they did that was because they didn't want to have to do caric- animations for the characters in the battles and stuff and they may choose to go down that route as well and, and not wanting to have to put them in there in that way but I think it would be nice if they did have a degree of interaction uh, and there was much more um, They they had much more of a role to play in the infiltration
1: yeah i mean other than other than the fact that they were obviously oppressed um you don't know much about about their history as to why they became a part of avalanche the, those guys specifically yeah
0: no and i I'm, and it's also interesting in terms of avalanche in general because through before crisis um we obviously learned that avalanche in final fantasy 7 is not the, the actual avalanche, avalanche. um yeah. avalanche in in its older days was actually a kind of nefarious thing and barrett was uh, from what i remember he was like sold on a dream that wasn't necessarily what he was looking for but mm. he just kind of was convinced that this is what we've got to do we've got to save the planet man and like do all that stuff but really avalanche at their core were no different from shinra they were very evil and I think they had a part to play in, in like, the actually the explosion at the ra- the reactor. Mm. Um, so I wonder if they're going to go into all of that. Now, if they're going to get rid of all the old lore, then they can kind of rewrite that how they see fit. They don't have to obviously talk about, like, Fajito and all of the ravens and all that stuff. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if they do delve into Avalanche's history and not just act as if Avalanche is what Barrett's organization and that's Mm. kind of it. Yeah,
1: yeah, because that's definitely what it feels like on the surface. Um, And then also uh, moving on, like the stuff with Elmira Gainsborough as well, like the fact that she took Aerithin and stuff and you sort of just see a glimpse of her. You don't really see much more other than this small scene where, you sleep in their house and then you leave in the morning and she's just like, please don't kill my daughter. (laughs) Whoops. Sorry.
0: (laughs) She obviously does take in Marlene as well.
1: Yeah, she does. Uh,
0: And like, I wonder if they're going to talk about that, the fact that Barrett is basically an absentee parent.
1: I know. For the greater good, though. For the greater good. For the greater good. But still,
0: it's a single parent who just like, just doesn't, care well he does care about his daughter but he cares about her to the point where he doesn't care
1: well he's not she's not even really his daughter is he because he's it's it's steins isn't he isn't she so you know
0: she that's it's a very complicated relationship it is a shame
1: it is a shame but i think i think that's like partially because of the way the japanese culture is with kids like we we're looking at it from an american sort of western um sort of um point of view with regards to kids. Kids in Japan are significantly more independent than they are in the West. Like they go to shops and stuff and buy things when they're like f- 3 or 4 and that's like their first shopping trip. They even have a reality show about like my first trip where it's it follows parents who are sending out their kids for the first time to go to the shop and they just give them very simple directions like buy this, buy that. And then the kids just come back with something ridiculous. Like I think one kid came back with like this huge leak and the mom was just like, oh, thank you. Thank you for that. Not quite what I was Um, looking for, but. But yeah, like, I mean, the kids in schools, they have to travel sometimes like an hour or so just to get to school. And it's like a lot of switching of trains. So, I mean, looking at Marlene, she might be representative of a normal kid in in japan very true um but that's beside the point like having more of elmira would be great having more of ilfana would be great as well um because obviously like there's a very emotional scene between her and professor gast when um when they're infiltrated and ultimately um killed um like well ilfana doesn't die until she's at the train platform does she but uh, professor gast obviously does die yeah um like that would be interesting there. that's
0: not that's that's not in midgar but, oh i'm sorry i'm but, sorry but, but uh, it, it does relate it does relate and i think like that is that is probably out of everything in in the, they could possibly expand that is the one thing where i really want them to expand it more because in the main game the relationship between professor gast and um or professor gast mm-hmm. and the fauna is is so small, you could actually yeah. miss it. Yeah. Like you you could just like you could just completely not pay attention to the fact that it happens. Um and obviously what they talk about as well, that's where you get a lot of the um exposition around Genova and how the ancients uh, feel about Genova and what happened back then. I feel as though they're gonna do a lot more. They they have to do a lot more around yeah. that because it helps to to help it helps to give Aerith more depth as a character and it helps you to, um, it, well, if I was in their mind, so I would really use that to villainize Hojo even more mm. because obviously, yeah, he, he is evil person and they've done, they do stuff, obviously, with like the experimentation and like the mutations and everything. But actually a lot of the uh, villainy from Hojo comes from Deja Cerberus, mm-hmm. where you see like the, everything that happened with Vincent and Sephiroth um, and all that stuff and Lucrezia. In, in the seven main game, um, he was was evil, but it it was kind of more subdued. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, the relationship between Gast and fauna is the the perfect opportunity for them to like really show how sinister he is, but also they can use it to show like how um uh, how driven Shinra scientists are, and mm-hmm. like there's no love lost, and it's all this massive competition to find out more, and really ham up the fact that. Garst had tried to get, like he'd seen the error of his ways, he'd seen that what they were trying to do was bad, but also that Garst was a superior scientist. He was essentially Hojo's boss uh, and was driving it all forward until he got to the point where he realized that what they were doing was wrong. Yeah. Like I think a lot of that gets kind of lost in the in the original game. Yeah. So anything they can do around that would be would be fantastic. I think.
1: Yeah, and definitely definitely help build up Aerith and how she comes into play. Um, but yeah, getting back to getting back to Midgar. I'm well, sorry. the is nice. I didn't even. About... I didn't. To be honest, like looking at the. Outline. this is what happens okay so i read the bu- bullet points i don't see what i'm talking about and then i'm just like oh he must not have included it even though it's literally the next point after midgar and i'm i'm just silly i'm just terrible at reading I mean, comprehension
0: the only reason i did it this way uh just for your benefit lauren yes and also for the the, the listeners was that i feel as though the first part is going to have a big focus around midgar it's yeah. where they're going to have to have the massive expansion true. uh and there are so many opportunities within that but the weird thing about Final Fantasy VII is that although there are probably about 70 or 80 NPCs in the game, a lot of them are so small. Yeah. And that's where I feel like they could have so much expansion because you think like the wall market, there is so much personality in the wall market. There is so yeah. much expansion they're going to have to do to bring that to life. And we even saw that within Crisis Core that they yeah. did a lot to to bring, trying to bring a more personality to the slums and everything. But, like, Don Corneo has to have... Su- his role is clearly going to be bigger now because he's such a flamboyant personality.
1: Can they just make him into Trump? Like, Can they just <laughs> make him look like Trump in the remake? That's going like- to be President Shinra. I know. That's true, too. But, like, yeah, no. I, I do They may wonder- even give President Shinra an
0: actual name instead of just President Shinra.
1: Yeah, done. I just... Yeah, I mean, I wonder how these sort of more... Cartooning, cartoony, buffoonish type of characters are going to appear in the remake because they all do look very, very, very um, realistic in what we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. And um, like, yeah, I mean, there's not really a lot of sort of cartoonish looking people in like Final Fantasy 15. Like, you know, there there's, there isn't really a Don Corneo
0: kenny crow there is
1: kenny crow but he is a um he is a, a what you call it um a masked character like a yeah um, i mean like the know. whole
0: wall market sequence is going to be a really big test for the game because mm. that is where like a lot of the can be flamboyant came out mm. and the honey bee in is going to be a big part of that i know that everyone's focused around the cross-dressing aspect of it but the honey bee in is going to be It's going to be really interesting to see how they do that. And again, if they choose to expand it in any way, like the whole massage scene with Maki is going to be ridiculous. Like, and if that's done with realistic graphics, that's just going to look so stupid.
1: Yeah. And then also just the fact that the music is amazing. (laughs) Like, that's what I'm wondering as well how they're going to expand, how they're going to make the music fit in, and if they're going to just have it just updated or whatever. But that's a story for another day. But yeah, then there's um Mayor Domino and Deputy Mayor Hart. Like, yeah, it is sort of like smaller characters that you just sort of almost forget about. But... Yeah,
0: I I feel as obviously they have a quite a minor role because you you only really see them during the the um the Shimra Tower mission essentially um but even within that like you get the whole thing of like they they used to represent something and then mm-hmm. shimra has basically made them figureheads like they don't mm-hmm. actually do anything; they're really depressed with their lives um and i i wonder if they're gonna really try and and bring that out and make them much more of um a side quest within within the shimra tower yeah that i think that would be really fun
1: yeah
0: and obviously make their references much more obvious too.
1: yeah yeah no definitely you know um, the references right no
0: domino a hut because in japanese he's called mayor hut
1: oh
0: so it's don it's and it's it's basically a play on on midgar because midgar is a pizza oh. and so the mayor is domino's pizza and the deputy mayor is pizza hut
1: oh that makes so much sense now no i didn't get that at all that's amazing
0: yeah I wonder I wonder if they're gonna ham that up a lot more in in the remake as well because that's that that's the kind of thing like where like there's all these just like hidden things and like when you when you learn them like they're just they're really silly. yeah. and I feel as though if they go down that series, you can't do stuff like that and it's, no. like, it's just like even if that is the case because it's so serious it's just like well it's not funny yeah like it's just not interesting
1: I mean to be fair they did manage to give um (laughs) they did manage to give Noctis a sombrero and also a noodle a cup noodle hat and people didn't really complain too much about that so they can they can manage but But I would say that
0: the vibe of the seven remake has been way more serious than the the 15 vibe so far
1: it's gonna be scary I think but then also on top of that there's Vincent Valentine so his his story yeah. is so expand is so expanded upon but only in Dirge of Cerberus
0: yeah like, i think that's the that's the weird thing because obviously both him and Yuffie were characters that were essentially cut from the game um, they knew they wanted to have them in there, but they didn't yeah. really have anything written for them. No. And then obviously when um, the decision was made that, yeah, we're, we're actually going to put Vincent and Yuffie in the game, they had to desperately write stuff, like right at the last minute that was going to be put in there. And then, yeah, they expanded the hell out of it with Dirge of Cerberus. But according to Namura, Dirge of Cerberus probably isn't like canon in the sense yeah. that, like it's not going to be the same story that we see.
1: Which is a shame because it's a really good story.
0: So I wonder if they're going to make things more uh, clear within Mm. the main game. Because there's still a lot of people... I mean, in my opinion, Hojo is Sephiroth's father. But it's ambiguous to the point where it could still be Vincent. Like, it's never explicitly said anywhere who the father is. Mm. Because Lucrezia could have been pregnant before she had the relationship with Hojo i don't think that's the case mm. but there are some people who who believe that that is the case
1: yeah because i don't i don't know like not to be like sort of rude or whatever but i i don't think they had sex like i don't think that hojo and vincent vincent and um vincent and and oh, you could Luke make Fretz, this, that's yeah. the thing
0: you could make the same argument both way around yeah because i know you've also thought like the the, the, thought, the thought of hojo oh my god exactly no. like it's oh. just no one wants to think about that
1: no no but no, but it's just, it's just, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that their relation, it, it, I don't feel like it's ever been implied that their relationship went anywhere past sort of friends, you know? Yeah. But friends can do it too, I guess.
0: Yes, yes, they can.
1: <laughs> but anyways, um, but yeah, no, Vincent Valentine's going to be a hard one because I feel like they're, it could go really wrong. It could go really wrong yeah. if they don't manage it and sort of edit it enough I mean
0: one of the big decisions around both Vincent and Yuffie is whether or not they have them as optional characters anymore
1: I don't think they can
0: I, I feel as though they may do it just for posterity because like it would it's a, it's a kind of a nod to how things were and then obviously it will be maybe they don't necessarily have quite the same way of unlocking them mm. it, that's the kind of thing that makes conversations start up, right? And there's going to be, like, because if you do meet Yuffie in the same way, it's random encounters and you've got to answer certain questions. They could make her incredibly sassy. They could really hammer up. They could have her steal things from you and just really piss you off. (laughs) Um, And Vincent, obviously, you can get him at the mansion. But I think based on how things are going, obviously the reason why they kind of cut them out of things, obviously time, but... It was technology too, because they they couldn't make cutscenes for all the characters and make it dynamic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whereas now they probably can. They can they can accommodate for like, oh, uh, that character's unlocked to this point. That character's unlocked to this point. Yeah, uh, and they can make it much more where that because especially due to the fact they're reducing their reliance on FMVs as well. So like the the amount of points where it would matter is going to be diminished as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's very true, because um, yeah, they've they've done it a lot with like other games and um, recently. So you know,
0: I mean, like Final Fantasy fifteen has it does have cutscenes, but they are sparse, mm-hmm. and they're generally focused around Noctis. Yeah, there aren't like there there are a couple of other characters in there, but.
1: But then it's also, like, FMVs, right? Like, the fact that they don't really do FMVs anymore, there was That's maybe, literally what we're talking um, about yeah, right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, there was only, like, three. So, yeah, 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 I'd say, I'd say it's probably, they, it's they've probably been reducing doable they do that. They've been reducing in
0: general just because I think it costs so much yeah, as well. Yeah,
1: it, it costs way too much, apparently. But when you was think that, about was it... Was
0: that your official, it's late night?
1: Yeah, probably, um, but like when you think <laughs> about it, most other games don't really and like it was kind of like the thing that made that made it really nice about Square Enix games is the fact that they did have those. But like if you look at other games out like a lot of other games don't do it either. Like I mean you think about like Fallout, most of that is all in like real time. It's not Yeah. And like there's there's the beginning and then the ending. And the ending is different depending on what you do, but it's very basic changes.
0: But I think within Final Fantasy, it's always been because it's so action-orientated. Yeah. So they want to have these like big battle conflicts. Yeah, and it looks
1: gorgeous. But I just don't, if if it's a case of like, them not being able to tell the story that they want to tell i'd rather just sacrifice the fmvs and just have the beginning and ending be fmvs than
0: i mean the original like final fantasy 7 didn't have very many fmvs
1: no no it didn't have many had a
0: couple eight obviously eight and nine had a lot more and 10 had more
1: but then <laughs> did it did final fantasy 7 not have a lot because of the fact that they just kind of looked like the same in as in graphics, just a bit more of an... But that was revolutionary at the time. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know, I'm being harsh. Um... Very harsh. (laughs) But But I I
0: think with Vincent, they're going to have exactly the same problem they're going to have with Zack. Because Vincent and Zach are both incredibly popular characters. So they're going to feel compelled to have them more in the story just on that basis. Because if they do the Final Fantasy VII remake and Zack is not in there in a prominent way, I... I think people would be okay with it, but it it just doesn't seem like the smart move. No. Like, we know that Zack is... is he, he's even more popular than Cloud in Japan, mm. and they would be so silly to ignore that popularity and give him, like, I don't know, like, 10 minutes of screen time. Yeah. Like, there's no way you're telling me that... Because Zack doesn't even feature until the latter parts of the game. He will blatantly be in the first part. Like, I, I, I just don't see how they won't be able to do that. Mm-hmm. They will want to, in, like, introduce as many of these popular characters as they can early on to get people psyched up, they may choose to hold them back because then people will be like, oh, what are they going to do in the next one? But I I don't know. It's just like, because, because we know the story already, there's going to be expectations around it. Yeah. I, I personally have the expectation that Zack is going to feature more. I feel as though Genesis as well, because of the popularity of Crisis Core, because they integrated him so much into the story and development of Sephiroth, and also that Genesis is a popular character. Again, I feel as though Genesis is going to be in the remake. Mm-hmm. I, may be, I may be wrong and they may choose to be completely traditional with it and just say like, no, Crisis Core, all that stuff that you retconned in is done. But I think like it, it wasn't introduced to the detriment of the story. It just no. changed it.
1: My only problem is, is that Cloud this, the like Final Fantasy 7 is Cloud's story. And I feel like that that made it so much more like focused like it's it's it it has to have a focus in order for people to be able to follow it and like with Zach's story although i i definitely agree they they have a, a very big opportunity to expand upon it significantly i feel like putting too much emphasis on Zach's story and also like even including Genesis and Angeal, like I just feel like it would it would be to the detriment of Cloud's story because Crisis Core was very much Zack's story. And like you can't fit the amount of stuff that was oh, in no, Crisis no. Core I, and... I, I don't
0: think that I'd expect them to do that. It would, yeah. I think it would be more around them when when they do the flashback sequences that mm. contain Zack and Cloud. I can see them spending more time on those because it helps to build the relationship between Possibly. cloud and zach you once the revelations come out about what cloud's doing, I think that will be clearer then as well, because again, in the original game, it was still reasonably ambiguous a lot of the stuff what was that was happening uh, and obviously zach was was not a plot device they intended on using from the beginning he was he was put in towards the latter part of the game yeah. of, of development. And Genesis, like, I don't feel as though he will have a major role because he doesn't really tie in. But we know, obviously, he's in Dirge of Cerberus and he is around during these sequences. Yeah. I feel as though, if I'm being nefarious with the way that they work, I feel as though they may put him in there knowing that the fandom is interested in learning more about him so that they can do a spin-off title.
1: Mm. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool if they could do that. Um, and then, I mean, leading on from that, you have the Turks because obviously they have like Cisne and Cisne is not, she just disappears, doesn't she? She's not, she's not in anything else. Um, and And then there was the
0: whole thing with Tabata at the end of Crisis Core saying like, oh, you'll never guess what my name is. Yeah. Or what is it?
1: (laughs) What is it? Yeah. Um. Izunia. (laughs) What? No. (laughs) Where is Izunia? I don't know. Uh, she's actually Genova. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. I I did like Cisne. I thought that Cisne was cute. Um, I would love if she was in it a little bit more. Um,
0: and and clearly they're gonna do more around Reno and Rude. Like they, mm, they have to. Because, yeah,
1: because they're they fan favorites as well. Exactly. They're like comedy relief. Um, I wonder if they will include the stuff with like the. Would do you think that they would still include the stuff with Seng and Aerith?
0: Uh they may choose to expand upon that a little bit because it's not really explained that much why Seng has this kind of oversight mm-hmm. and that's how they could maybe integrate Zack. Like if they're gonna do more flashbacks because Zack, Sang and Aerith have this kind of three way thing going on. Um so they could choose to to, to expand upon that if they wanted to.
1: They could also choose to go to the Honey Bee Inn and hang out with Monkey. They could. Mm, all three of them. Four of them. But yeah. Uh, no, th- I mean, there's... I Like, looking at it, it makes me really stressed out. It makes me really anxious. Because <laughs> I'm just looking at it and I'm just like, I can't in my brain work out how this is going to... How this is going to be that, fleshed
0: out. And this is only a small selection as well. Because yeah, yeah. you do have, like, Dine. You've got... um All of the characters related to the gold saucer, like Dio, Eleanor. um, There's the chocobo racing staff. You've got all like the random side characters, like chocobo Bill and chocobo Billy. Mm. Buggenhagen is clearly going to (laughs) have a bigger role. Like, are they gonna are they gonna do more to expand the role of Seto as well? Like, and all that stuff. Because they could choose to do like an actual flashback sequence talking about that, which they kind of they they did a small one. But there's, they're like, this They could also talk about like Red Thirteen's mother, who was in uh, Before Crisis. Yeah. Like, there's so much stuff they could do to expand all this stuff. And there's also like, with regards to Reno and Root, Ru- oh, no, I know I could talk about this for uh. I, I, I I'm so invested in the lore of the the, the Final Fantasy Seven compilation. Because this is your game. It's just what I've done. I had to do so much research around it, and like all this stuff they introduced is is so interesting because. Um, Like, Rude has this whole thing which they put in. So, obviously, uh, everyone knows... Well, some people don't know, I don't... But I think everyone knows that Rude has a soft spot for Tifa. Yeah. But in Before Crisis, they actually made it um, a character flaw for him. So, he is actually has a soft spot for an original member of Avalanche. And because he has that soft spot, it ends up being a really bad thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But Reno is like, he knows about it. Uh, and he's kind of aware, so I think, from what I remember, he, like, compensates and catches it before it, like, turns into something really bad. But, but basically, he gets used by, uh, like, this girl he really likes in Avalanche. And then, obviously, he falls for Tifa, who's also in Avalanche. So they could they could choose to, like, build out, like, these, these characters and make it much more obvious yeah. that they've done these things. Yeah. And I, I, that's what I'm really excited about, to see how Konnichiwa. they actually do it.
1: I know. I know, but yeah, no, it still just makes me so stressed out because I'm just like, I just don't want it. I don't want it to be a mess. I don't want it to be a dog pile of just characters.
0: I think everyone who is listening is right there with you, yeah. Lauren.
1: <laughs> like, just looking at all of these characters, I just like, I want them all to be there, but I also am just like, I don't want you guys to just. Uh, I mean, just I, I don't think don't over, talk at the, once.
0: over the duration of the compilation, there is a good, I don't know there's at least 150 characters, maybe 200. Mm. Um, some of them obviously aren't going to make it, but there are so many small characters within Final Fantasy VII. I said there's about 70 or 80 NPCs. Jeez. Some of them have very small roles. Yeah. Some of the NPCs in there don't have names as well. So like, there's probably even more. It's just what what are they going to do? Are mm. they going to still give these guys like one line or two lines? I, I can't see how they can
1: do that. And are they finally going to fix this guy? This guy are sick. I
0: would love it if they left that in.
1: <laughs> I think they actually didn't fix it now, but yeah, no.
0: But yeah, so that's that's kind of the discussion about expanded expansions. I would love to hear what you guys think as well, like areas that you think that they should expand the story and why. That would be so... I, I, I just really love talking about this. Yeah. But anyway, so the mini news update is that it's it's getting increasingly more likely that we're going to be getting a 7 remake update very soon. Uh, I don't know when specifically, but they've announced a Final Fantasy VII Symphonic concert that's going to be taking place on the eve of E3. And we all know that Nomura likes to release new trailers during pre-E3 concerts. Yep. Because he's done so for Kingdom Hearts 3 twice now. I know, I know. That cannot be a coincidence.
1: No, it's definitely going to have something there. They have to. I mean, we have to see the new cloud. We, We do. We haven't seen the new cloud yet.
0: And then um, Square Enix have just announced as well that they're going to be doing another E3 showcase. Uh They're taking the Sony slot. But it's, again, really ambiguous as to what they're actually going to do. I know. Last year was obviously a complete shambles. They made it seem... Well, I don't think they necessarily did anything wrong in their communication other than the fact that they didn't actually make it explicit what they were doing. Mm -hmm. Obviously, a lot of publications thought they were going to be doing a press conference. They didn't. They did this really bad stream like that was pre-planned. Trailer, yeah. like
1: trailer just sort of showcase.
0: And it, they may be doing the same thing this year. Again, They the communication is so bad around it. I know. They've just said, we're going to be doing a showcase from L.A. No, it's going to be a stream from L.A. That's, but they don't say press conference anywhere. They say broadcast. But
1: they, but like down at the bottom in the fine text, like so no, IGN. No, no. Yeah, IGN are, yeah, have said that. Yeah, IGN have called it a press conference and have included it in the press conference lineup as they did the previous year, which is just annoying. But I, ha- I yeah, no, I can't help but be cynical about whether or not this is actually going to be a press conference or this is just going to be a trailer roundup again.
0: Because yeah, like if it's like last year, then just don't.
1: I know. I just know.
0: Don't. Even if you show the the seven remake, just like
1: well, we're not gonna be up for it anyway. Yeah, because we're gonna just it's be a, asleep. Yeah, it's
0: six p.m. Pacific time, which is what like two a.m. for us. No, yeah, 4 we a.m. never,
1: we can never stay up for Sony. We just never can because it's just too late.
0: Well, actually, no, that you tell a lie. Yeah. Because uh, when Ali was born. You did watch the Sony press conference because uh, she woke you up.
1: yeah because uh, I woke up in the middle of the night when I was not intending to.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it for this episode. Uh, music is uh, from a YouTuber called Family Jewels. He did an arrangement of Enemy Attack from Final Fantasy X, and thanks to Chris Lamb for recommending that to me. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it. It's very pertinent as at the moment we're working on a YouTube video about the evolution of battle theme usage which is going to be really, really interesting. Um, Hopefully you guys uh, watch that when it comes out Mm. and enjoy. The next episode of Final Fantasy Union is scheduled to come out on the 7th of May. If you subscribe to us on the iTunes store, you will obviously get notified when it comes out. And of course, you can check out all our news coverage on finalfantasyunion.com. And remember, if you enjoy what we do, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash ffkhunion. All right, it's time for us to say goodbye.
1: Goodbye, everyone.
0: And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a FinalFancyUnion.com production.